Okay, we've obviously got some explaining to do. Probably you more so than me, but your account was down. Your Twitter account was down for the entire day on Tuesday? Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday. And this podcast is obviously late, and um, we put out there that these things are tied together, and there's been a lot of buzz about what has happened. So uh, I guess real quick, your account was down because... I thought it would be funny. And the podcast is late because... We went to see The Jungle Book today. (laughs) What a week it was. (laughs) All right, so let's start with the Twitter thing. Uh, Stephanie, my regular face, her account was down for reasons that I actually still don't know. Same, Um, no clue. I think that that was actually organic. That it's was happened multiple times. Gifts. Oh, it has. Yeah, she, she does it. She does it a lot. Okay, where so she just deactivates for like a few days at a time, and then we'll come back. Okay, so like she deactivated on I don't know, like the weekend or something like that. Like when people were freaking out on Wednesday, she had been down for a couple of days. Okay, so she probably just like every now and then she just like unplugs from Twitter yeah. or something like that. Okay, so people were reacting to that strongly, and obviously there's a lot of changes happening with. Um, uh, MLB Baseball Advanced Media taking or running the show for NHL.com and NHL.com just hired a bunch of writers and people at the time when the story came out that BAM or BAM, whatever they call it, was taking over, like what's going to happen to GIFs? And I remember there were like a lot of tweets to you and like to, to, to like me saying like, does that mean like Pete's going to die and stuff? <laughs> so all this was sort of happening and people were freaking out and uh, you saw, I, I retweeted somebody who I shouldn't have retweeted. Yeah, it was a hockey, it was some hockey writer's like random bro. Right. And not to, not to discredit that site, but to discredit that person because I, I retweeted somebody blindly who I didn't know, which is I shouldn't have done. But uh, a lot of people were retweeting this guy who was saying um, basically like the giffers are dead and you're not allowed <laughs> to giff anymore and they're taking people off. And you obviously took umbrage with that. And when I retweeted that guy, you texted me like, why is everybody spreading this around? And uh, the conversation kind of evolved and mutated, and we were like... <laughs> well, I immediately put it out there when I saw that going around. I was like, nobody has contacted me. Like, this is news to me. That so, makes it even better than... <laughs> so, yeah, so, so it's like I went... I was like, I don't think this is actually happening. Yeah. And, and then immediately I just went dark because we had the conversation. I was like... Wouldn't it be pretty funny if I just... I was going to say, I'm, I'm an idiot that I didn't uh, prepare the uh, the texts because we've probably exchanged 400 texts since this happened because uh, <laughs> I guess you... How many people knew that you were doing this? Um, like you and a few other people. Like you, um, Ryan Lambert was one of the earliest ones who knew about it. Um Honestly, you and Ryan Lambert were like the only ones for the majority of the time, I I believe. Yeah, I think I told like one or two people after within like a day or two. I told uh, I told Feidelberg after like after a day. Or as I'm like scrolling two- through these texts, some of them were so good. <laughs> um, yeah, you, uh, Jeff Jeff Israel. Uh, yeah, uh, did you tell him? No. So he, I didn't I, I respond to a lot I would, of people. I didn't like respond a lot to of people him. that I'm like really good friends with. I was just like, like Jared. I didn't tell Jared. Same. Jared was hounding me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let me find these. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, so I'm at the part now where I texted you in all caps. They're coming, Pete. They're coming. Which is when you went down. 
we were like, how long will it take before people start asking where you are? And that was a big fear of mine, like that I was just going to deactivate. I was going to deactivate, and nobody would notice. That would be a huge shot to the ego. That wasn't going to happen to you. Um, It would happen to somebody like me, maybe. Um, I don't tweet as frequently, and also there's not. Even though like people might come to like writers for like news on the the Bruins and stuff. I don't think there's a time of the day where everyone's like, I must see what what DJ's up to. If games are going on, you're a part of it. So yeah, uh, but I mean, there were, there were no games that day. That's why I chose that. That's why I was like, this is the perfect storm. Everybody's freaking out about gifts. There are no games on today. There's no hockey, like no basketball. It's the in between period, and I had an off day from work, so I didn't need to use it at all. Right. I didn't need Twitter at all that day. All right. So I was like, you know what? This is the perfect time to do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna fake my own death. So <laughs> you did it well. So here are the texts. Uh, from you, way to go. This is at uh, 9.50 in the morning. Way to go, dumbass. And <laughs> before I could even apologize, uh, no, I said, yeah, I said, I'm an idiot. And you said, I'm thinking about deactivating for like a day just to fuck with people. <laughs> and then quickly, uh, that turned from I'm thinking to, to like, this is definitely happening. You said, should I do it? It'd be perfect timing. Fuck it. I'm going to do it. And then you tweeted, you texted, and we're off. I responded, this is so exciting. You responded, keep me updated. I responded, I'm refreshing every two seconds. This is like buying concert tickets. And then uh, one minute after I said that, so one minute had passed without anything, and you uh, texted all caps, notice me. (laughs) And... uh, then at 10.03, so 10 o'clock is when you were starting to worry. 10.03, we got our first bite, um, and it was, let's see what it was. It was... Um, it was a random person with, like, no yeah, real it following. Was, so at Pete Blackburn's account was just deactivated, dot, dot, dot. And uh, then from there... Okay, I, I just lost them all. But um, for then, from there, it just became like both of us. I'm I'm assuming you were just on like Twitter.com, not logged in. Yeah, like with a search. Yeah, like a real pathetic thing to do. I was like monitoring the the mentions of my own name on Twitter for well, like. Even if you were deactivated from Twitter, you were not going to be on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. Um, but I was doing the same thing. I was like searching your name. I was like I was checking my mentions every two seconds. Actually, a couple times, I would get mentions like. I don't know. You get a mention on Twitter every if you if you're not tweeting, you can get a mention every minute to every hour or something like that. It can vary, but uh, I got a couple mentions that were just random and not related to you, and I was like, "What the? No, <laughs> not now." Um, but yeah, they were all like, "Hey, what do you know about Pete going away? What happened?" And then we got into the process of uh, discussing. How do we make the statement that kind of worries people a little more? Um, <laughs> like the real cryptic tweet right. that's like, I don't know what happened right. to Pete, but we'll see. Yeah, and uh, I I was scrolling and I, I lost them, so I'm not going to go back through them. But we workshopped it quite a bit, probably like five or six minutes. Um, and something, basically I think what the tweet ended up being was uh, like, Pete is, Pete is okay, he doesn't want you to worry about him, something like that. <laughs> like... Uh, Hopefully, he'll be back on at some point soon. And basically, what that does is it tells everybody, hey, everybody, Pete's not on Twitter, and everything might not be okay. And it, it was, was well done. It was yeah. good. People started, uh, I mean, Katie Nolan weighed in. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
a lot of people wanted to know where you were. There was like some like random guy who was like really concerned for my well being. Oh, Jerry. I, it was yeah, Jerry. Jerry or it was Gary. Gary. Yeah. It was Jerry. Yeah, because I Larry. I, right. Yeah. Uh, the 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 tweet was like, okay, this isn't funny. This is Pete's livelihood. I really hope this isn't fuck like the NHL isn't fucking with him. And uh, which like it's not my livelihood. If I, the, if the r- NHL took Twitter me down. Doesn't pay you <laughs> no. Which uh, it I, certainly helps my job, but like right. if I were to get like banned from Twitter, I wouldn't be out in the street. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but that was some of the some of the responses were retweeted. Some of them weren't. And basically, if they were retweeted, it was because it furthered our cause. It yeah. wasn't because. Obviously, I wasn't. I I knew that you were just like <laughs> chilling, but uh, a tweet like that really furthered our cause. So that got an immediate retweet, and then a discussion about how we felt bad for that guy because now people were actually worrying about you. Um, but it was great. Uh, yeah, it was it was really really funny for a while, and it was very entertaining. It was exactly what I wanted to happen. Like yeah. I just threw fucking wood on the fire yeah. for everybody's worry about fucking gifts of all things, and. Uh, Greg Wyshynski posted something saying that uh, the NHL had not banned the Giffers. And I think when he posted it, he was unaware of um, this little charade. And so he posted this thing saying, um, like, Stephanie's guys, r- relax. Uh, she's she's not on right now, but this, this doesn't have anything to do with gifts. And then all the responses to that were, then explain why Pete and Stephanie aren't on. <laughs> And I think that sent a lot of people scrambling because once both of you weren't on, that was some strong evidence. And you sent me a text saying, I can only imagine what the NHL is like doing right now because they're like, what the? We don't know what happened to this guy. <laughs> we didn't do anything. So they tweeted uh, something. They tweeted a GIF saying, we don't know what all the hubbub is about. And then um, you made a GIF because you were still making GIFs while you were down because you were preparing for your return. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you made a GIF for me to send back to them uh, that was... Uh, Give me back my GIF boy it was, from um, uh, it was, uh, the Grand, Grand Budapest. Budapest. Yeah, I can't think of the, the guy's, the character's name, though. But yeah, get your hands off my lobby boy. Lobby boy, And yeah. you, uh, you put GIF over <laughs> <laughs> lobby, which... Which I don't know like how people didn't see through that. Like they thought that you made the made gif. A gif? <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, you made the gif and then photoshopped it so it said gift boy instead of lobby boy. I was going to actually respond to that tweet saying, uh, "No, of course I didn't make that gif. <laughs> I know a guy." And then people would have been like, "Pete still making gifts from the grave. He's Tupac," <laughs> which you you kind of were, and uh, that was probably the best part of the the, the this like uh, couple days of texting was. Uh, when you were just working on gifts, because all this time that you weren't on Twitter gave you time to really come up with some masterpieces, <laughs> and uh, your idea, which wasn't executed because of work things, you had to at some point actually be back on yeah. Twitter, was um, at the start of the playoffs, which was going to be Wednesday night, like right at the start. You were gonna come. You were gonna tweet the uh, I don't know wrestling. What's the wrestling thing? The Undertaker, where he comes out of the casket. So the Undertaker when he comes out of the casket, and then you were gonna follow it up with like gifting everything from the from those games and gifts that you had made. You made like a lot of Pete gifts, which were awesome. Which I did post those. You did? Yeah, I posted those when I came. I posted the Undertaker gif and then like a bunch of gifts. Oh, so that happened. Yeah, so you missed you missed it, but I just did it like the morning of. Okay, so So I came back the next morning. All right. So side note, I've actually been paying a lot less attention to Twitter. (laughs) Which is going to change. I'll get back on. I, I, 
I, I don't do the, the Stephanie thing where I log off completely, but I definitely take time. Oh, I'm definitely never days. reactivating again, by the way, because my notifications are still fucked up. Oh, so God. What, like I'm getting buzzed for literally everything, like every favorite, every retweet, every oh, mention. No. And like beforehand, and it you was, live and die with viral stuff. So, yeah. So like that's and retweet it's like the start heavy. of the NHL playoffs. Right. So everybody's like, I'm not being like, oh, look at me. I'm getting no, no, all no. these interactions. No, but like you do, though. When it's like playoff heavy, like playoffs is the money time for the gifts and all that. And yeah, shit like yeah. That for accounts like me. So it's like my phone has been, I have had to keep my phone plugged in the entire time or I, or I have to shut notifications off completely, which suck because then I, cause I like yeah. have to monitor it even more. Like when, um, so before I deactivated, it, I would only get notifications for people I follow or like big accounts yeah. that I don't follow. So, I mean like that. It's supposed to be tailored. Yeah. Notifications. Tailored notifications don't work after deactivating, apparently. Oh, God. That sucks. I'm hoping that it fixes itself. Yeah, I can't. I don't, I'm afraid to do anything with Twitter. Like, I, um, I can't at any point change my name. If I change my name, then I lose my little, my little blue check. Oh, right. And I shouldn't say this because if any of my friends are listening now, they know, like, how to ruin my life. A big fear of mine is, is it like unverified. If, if I know, like, if I get like blackout at a party or something, <laughs> and someone takes my phone and changes my name for a second, and then takes away my blue check mark, because the blue check mark. Let me tell you a quick little story about the blue check mark. I was telling Feidelberg about this. You act like when you don't have it, you act like you don't care, and I didn't care about it at all. And then once I got it, I was like, "Wow, fuck all you losers! <laughs> I'm verified." So, yeah, I want it. I want it. There's I, no reason for me to have it, but I want it. No, there's no. I would actually argue there's no reason for you not to have it because you actually, again, like you, you serve a purpose on Twitter. Somebody could. Uh, there have been multiple Pete Blackburn imposter accounts. There, I hate those. You just got one too. You got one of your own. Yeah, which I, not I, funny. I've had them. pop up. If you're gonna up, do it, make it be funny. Right. I've had them pop up. This guy isn't funny. I've actually reported him <laughs> because I'm. I'm I'm You're reported for being unfunny. I'll be that fucking, right. Like, I'm offended. Again, we were talking like, about the Seinfeld thing. I'm not offended as a Jew. I'm offended as a comedian. Yeah. Like, he, uh, like he's, he's out there making, like, fat jokes and stuff. And some fat jokes can be funny. I mean, we've yeah. discussed this before. Like, as, as long as they're funny, then, yeah, no whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They're, like, There's short a place jokes. for him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but his are just, like, You're fuck fat. this. You're, like, this guy's fat. And I'm, like, not how I'd make a fat joke, sir. <laughs> not, like... At like, least. you can't make a parody account and not, like, m mimic the person that you're right. parody parodying. Well, he had one tweet that was, like... Uh, he had one good one. It was, like, eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, hashtag PB&Js. And I was like, I would do that. <laughs> that's, that's pretty close. But, yeah, the, uh, the parody accounts can be good, but they have to... If, like, if it's something like an homage... Yeah. Clicks well, with Hags is the best parody account. Clicks with much. Hags is and we still don't know who who Unbelievable. Does it, which, as like my job is I'm supposed to have a skill of being uh, able to find shit out. <laughs> uncovering things. Right. I cannot find out who made that. And it it's, is it's gotta be somebody that we know and they are just locking it down. Right. Which is unreal. I mean, the the two prime suspects right off the bat were um Chris Abraham. Who, if you don't follow him on Twitter, uh, crazy. I don't think it's him. He's he's a really good uh, hockey follow. And and Matt Kalman. ETD. ETD is a yeah. He's I, I follow ETD as well. By the way, same. I don't follow. Um, it took me a while. Like ETD, right. I was like, 
I was like, all right, this guy's pretty funny. But like, I don't follow everybody who's like, I'm like, oh, this guy's pretty funny. But he just keeps coming at you with like the fire. And right. Then, and then like, I saw a bunch of people retweeting him. Yeah. Were, like tweets that he doesn't tweet at me. Yeah. And they were they were funny. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to miss this. This kid's funny. So I followed him. Here's a good question: Who is the first person you followed who you didn't know outside of like a Friends, uh, or- a writer or a reporter, or somebody or a band? I I mean, I don't know. I think my answer is Jeff Israel. Really? So, like, that's how I got to know Jeff. He responded. I mean, that's how we got to know each other. Like, just you, when well, you inter- funny that you say that. You, your, like, first tweet at me or whatever was, like, you're the funniest person on Twitter other than Jeff Israel. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, that's how that started. Well, I believe that. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say that now because you, you typically you, you don't, you're not supposed to be nice to your friends. But, um, yeah, Je- like, Jeff had enough fire responses yeah. and his picture was like a dog or something. So I had no idea who it was. And like, as soon as, as soon as we were both following each other, man, there were, there were vibes. Fireworks. That die. <laughs> yeah. So shouts to Jeff Israel, miss him right now. Uh, we've got something coming up with him in the, the coming weeks. Very excited. Um, so um, I will say during this whole process, I started to feel bad. Um, when Jerry was very concerned, that made me feel pretty bad. That was. But I also started feeling bad when Greg Wyshynski like put it out there that um, he, oh, he, sa- yeah. he said that like maybe me and Stephanie. He was like last time the accounts went down, like t- referring to analytics people. Last time accounts went down, these people started getting jobs. So he kind of like put it out there that like maybe we were off Twitter because we were getting job offers. And I think Stephanie did get a job offer for the NHL, really which she turned down. Um, oh. So I kind of felt bad because I was like, it's like, ah, shit. Wish is going to look bad because I'm just trolling. Right, and right. I was like, fuck. I but like that's, Wish. That's... But then I was reminded Wish was very mean to me when I was like a little minnow in the, in the pond of Twitter. Really? Yes. Why? Um, I don't know. I was, uh, I was like trying to, to get my start in like the blogging world and yeah. I was uh, doing some hockey writing and there was like one thing that I wrote. And he uh, he didn't like it, and he was like, "This this is stupid." Did he like blow it up in front of everybody? Well, he like re- he like replied to it and was like, "This is stupid." It what, was what was it? It was it was like um it was like a preseason story about how like a player's dad had cried after he his son scored his first goal, and it was in the preseason. So you called a player's dad a pussy? Or no, 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 not at all. I was like, "This is a cool moment." Oh, so I and, assumed that would be your reaction. <laughs> yeah, no, this was before I became like, right, the yeah. asshole into a, right. on, uh, on the internet. Um, I was like, no, this is a cool story, like cool moment. And Wish was like, it's fucking preseason, guy. Relax. And I was oh. like, I was like, well, fuck you. Well, so this is me getting back at Wish. <laughs> that was the long, the long con. <laughs> yeah, it's very exactly. slow play. I I love Greg. Uh, and also, so sh- I'd be remiss if I didn't say shouts to Stephanie and you because I've said this before. I don't consider myself like the greatest hockey writer. Far from it. I think that. I'm okay. I think that I'm pretty good at reporting. Nothing more, nothing less. Uh, shitty hockey writers would die without you two. And like that's, I, I rely on it when w- all the gifts when something happens because you guys have every. It's not just goals and everything. So uh, Stephanie does everything. So like, I just I try to keep it to like the shit you like. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, but yeah, for I mean every writer, whether they're 
okay, which I consider myself okay, or they're terrible and they don't pay any attention to the game, which those writers exist, they totally rely on gifts. So that's a little uh, it's a pretty big reason why Joe Haggerty will refuse to block me. That is true. That that is why I he literally will not block dared you. him to block me and he didn't do it. That was that was a gr- you handled that perfectly because you had to know there's there's no way he would block you unless he would make a different account or something that could follow you and and see the gift. Did you see that when I reactivated he uh, or when I was deactivated he said like pouring some out for for gift boy right now? Yes. It, so when I when I reactivated I replied to him with the uh, the gif of Vince McMahon like doing like the B- Billy Bat like big balls walk. Oh out, yeah, yeah, out, out yeah. Of the with your face on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that <laughs> was so, that was one of the gifts that you were making. Yeah. When you were down. So that I decided like, to save that one for Hags. <laughs> That's awesome. You and you and Hags are starting to have a, a good little. Twitter yeah, it's like it's become. It's like, now I still like, don't like. Him, I but. hate you, but I respect you. But you also <laughs> definitely don't yeah. respect him. Um, it's like I respect his playfulness. That like he's kind of come around on like being uh like chippy back and forth yeah. rather than just being like fuck this guy yeah we exchanged a couple of words me and hags uh a couple of weeks ago maybe and we like don't speak at all like zero words i i blew him up uh in the the dressing room the bruins dressing room early in the season because he pulled a shit move and like it was it was pretty awesome it felt <laughs> it felt great but uh, yeah, like we never talk, but we we exchanged some words the other day, and it was nice. I like to think that I've um, always thought that me and him could have a good relationship <laughs> if he just wasn't such a shithead. Yeah, about exactly. So many like if you, if you're not going to be a shithead, I won't be a shithead back to you. That's that's probably like my that's my version of do unto others yeah. as you like. Want. As soon as he started replying to me with like funny gifts, yeah. being like you're being like, like I can do this, yeah, being yeah. like I don't like you. Here's a gif insulting you, but I was like. Hey, it's funny. I respect you for this gift. <laughs> yes. So this isn't just to Joe. This is to everybody. Just don't be a complete shithead yeah. and things will be easier. People will be a little nicer to you. I was having this conversation about feminism. A, a girl said that she didn't consider herself a feminist. And I said, I don't consider myself a feminist either. I consider myself a, I look at how two people are interacting. And if one person's being an asshole, I say, how come that guy's being an asshole? Like, that's the way that, that's the way the world works, Joe. So, yeah. so Joe, just stop hating women. And I feel like feminism, fe- feminism gets a bad rap, by the way. Like at at its at its root and its <laughs> definition, <laughs> right. like everybody should be a feminist. Right. Every like sensible person should be like, all right, women deserve equal treatment to men. Yes. But feminism gets a bad rap because there are like the crazy feminist people who are just like hate men, and then there are the crazy sexist people. Who write off all feminists as those exactly. crazies? Yes, and crazies exist on both sides of the ledger. Yes, yeah, so exactly. So that's brunch on feminism. <laughs> Let's not go down that road. <laughs> right. We also saw the Jungle Book. It was. I liked it a lot. We didn't say we didn't say any words about. It. Oh, so first of oh, all, we should mention how this happened. Um, we had discussed the idea of going to see the Jungle Book. I was definitely going today, yeah. Friday morning. I was like, you know what? I'm excited for this movie. I don't care. I'm going to see it Friday morning. Yes. And uh, a common move by yours truly, by the way. Just <laughs> just get up. I'm getting and, into it. Yeah. We already discussed this on the podcast. Get like up. this is becoming a movement for me. First thing when you wake up. Go to a movie. It's awesome. Yeah, that, I've never done that. Like, wake up, immediately roll out of bed, and be like, fuck, I'm going to be late for this movie. Yeah, it's <laughs> Straight so out of bed. So I did it, um, showed up to the movie. By the way, the movie theater people, 
way nicer first thing in the morning. Right, right. Yeah, I got like a hug from the ticket guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I uh, I went there, and then I. Uh, I, I, I texted you because I wanted to do this like on my own. I didn't care where you were going to the movie. Yeah. I didn't care what time you were going to go see the movie. And we both knew that we had plans to see the movie in the morning. I was going to go last night, um, or I was going to go, yeah, so we're recording this on Friday. I was going to go Thursday night, but um, because the Bruins kept Claude Julian, I spent roughly, I mean, I was at the garden all day, but then I spent roughly an hour and a half um Getting a cake and balloons <laughs> and party accessories to preserve uh, Claude Society party, ru- right? So to to rub in Mike Felger's face. So I spent a lot of time on that, so I couldn't go see the movie, even though there was a seven o'clock showing. Worth so, it. So anyway, we were we both knew that we were going to see the movie in the morning, and we didn't bother to ask what time or where. You're, no, we were, because with all due we respect, we were not interested in seeing it with exactly. each other. Exactly. Yeah. Not at all. And so uh, I was at in the movie theater waiting for the movie to start, and I was like, and you were like, oh, shit, I'm going to be late for the movie. I'm worried that I'm not going to catch it in time. I was like, all right. And then you were like, it starts at 11, uh, and it's in 3D, so I'm worried that it's going to start right on time. And I was because like, sometimes they do that with the 3D. They like start they, it right on time. Yeah. So I was like, fuck. I'm at an 11 o'clock showing, it's 3D, where are you going to see the movie? And you're like, and AMC a- Burlington. And yep. I was like, fuck, that's where I'm at. <laughs> yep. And I was I was legitimately, no, nothing against you, I was legitimately mad about it. I was bummed too. I was like, I, I was like, fuck, now I'm going to have to see the movie with DJ. And was- <laughs> I picked my seat in a good row and I figured there's not going to be that many people there uh, Pete's gonna get there, and he's gonna see like, oh, there's only one seat taken in the in the good row, which is D. Um, and I was like, fuck, Pete's gonna be like two seats over from me. And even like, I've seen movies with friends before; it's fine. But we just both know when you're in the mentality that you want to go see a movie by yourself, you don't want to have somebody yeah. else like crash the party, right? Like I was getting candy. Like if I go with friends or something. Sometimes you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't buy a big-ass box of cookie dough bites in front of people. And (laughs) I was like, I'm going there. I'm going to drink coffee and drink water and pound candy, and that's just going to be my truth for the day. (laughs) And I was really upset that that might be taken away. Thankfully, we had picked seats in different rows. Yes. And we both and said we right off the bat, like, I don't know who got it out first, but it was like... It was me. I was like, I'm. you're not ruining this for me. <laughs> right. Uh, let me... Did you? I thought I had it out first. Let's Maybe. See. I don't know. Um, okay, Maybe so... Maybe it was just in my mind being like, I'm not fucking sitting next to DJ. So, 10.51, we both sent it out. Uh, yours did come in first. Ugh, you're going to ruin this solo experience for me. And I, and I said, we're still not sitting anywhere near each other. <laughs> Uh, Which was not true, by the way. I chose uh, F7, and you chose D7. Yeah. So there was just literally we one person I, between yeah, us. Yeah, Like, as the crow flies, is that what they say? <laughs> I have no as idea. As the eagle flies something? Uh, as the crow flies, we were very we were very close <laughs> to each other. But, um, yeah, so that's funny that it worked out. By the way, I'm going to bleep out where you said the movie theater was, because that theater is great, and it's also, like, my home... I consider it my home theater. That's, like, my it's home It's not, base. like, a secret... That's well. I don't want people to know where I like do shit. <laughs> I don't okay, like weirdo. <laughs> what do you go to the movies and jerk off? <laughs> like you don't want somebody to walk in on you? No, I don't know. I just like p- part of the movie theater solo experience is, is just like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not with any of you guys right now. I'm not, I'm not a part of your day. Just leave me alone. Fine. 
I have I have a couple home theaters. Like I have a, I live in a good spot where I have three accessible theaters. Yeah. There's the Waltham Theater, there's the Woburn Theater, and there's the Burlington Theater. So like Good luck trying to fucking puzzle that together if you're trying to... Fuck, now we're not going to be able to bleep it out because we've already mentioned it's a theater near us. We live in the greater Boston area that's really awesome. And if anybody knows fucking anything, they know that AMC Burlington is where it's fucking at. So that's where I usually go to the movies. It's usually during the day. I don't know. You, you've, I've seen you get recognized in public. Where? Um, at... Didn't I? At uh, After the Winter Classic? Or were you just getting hit on? Uh, oh, yeah, I did get recognized both at the are, bar. Both are equally like, hey, big moment <laughs> for my buddy. <laughs> yeah. I got I got recognized and hit on at the bar. Um, but I also got mistaken for, um, um, who is it? Fuck. Oh, Brendan Gallagher. Oh, that's uh, right. From the that's Canadians. <laughs> yeah, which, like, not bad. Short, no, I'll take it. Guy, but I'm, like, yeah. five and a half feet tall and <laughs> just right. hanging out at the bar after the Winter Classic. Yeah. So and it was Canadians fans who thought I was Brennan Gallagher, which is you're not good fans, right? <laughs> they yeah. were also wasted. Yeah, so they are good fans then, but they're they're, they're good Montrealers. So, yeah, um, what did you think of the film? You said you thought it was very good. I thought it was very good. I thought it was really really enjoyable. I would give it a grade of very good. <laughs> uh, it was great at points. It was terrible at points. Really. Uh, Let's see. So let's go through. We uh, have to approach this with the mindset that a lot of people probably haven't seen the movie. At but the point we also have to approach it with the mindset of we've we committed don't give a to fuck. the fact <laughs> that we don't fucking care whether we're spoiling anything. If I recall correctly, we once spent 30 seconds just spitting out spoilers for as many things as we could think of. I mean, there's not really any spoilers in the Jungle Book. It's the fucking same I guess the spoiler, Jungle Book Right. As the the one from twenty years I ago. I guess the spoiler here is that they make it a lot more Lion King esque. Um, yeah. Well, like, I, I my problem is that I don't really remember the cartoon version. Me neither. I was kind of bummed. I was like, you know what? I wish I'd I'd watched this uh, prior. So, um, first of all, Idris Elba, unbelievable. God is damn, man, unbelievable. So good. He so there were a lot of great great performances. Him. Uh, Bill Murray, the eyes of uh, Baloo. Do you know, like, you know how when they animate the uh, animals or whatever, they make the CGI look, was unbelievable. It was so good. They make them look kind of like the the people who voice them. Yeah. So like Dory looks like Ellen. Yeah. Um, Baloo is just a bear with Bill Murray's eyes, <laughs> like the kind of like tired, droopy eyes, and it was amazing. Yeah, uh, I thought he he his uh. His character was the most uh, different from the the cartoon. I thought Blue and uh, and Bill Murray, because Blue Blue in the in the cartoon, I remember him being like super energetic and like super cheery and kind of like that. And then Bill Murray's Blue is he's like very like bear like hibernating bear kind of yeah. Um, Lazy ass bear. I I kind of like that though. He was like no, the Seth I, Rogen. I, bear. You, well, you can't. You can't have Bill Murray voice a character of somebody who's got a ton of energy. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. By the way, uh, best sequel to Lost in Translation ever, <laughs> Bill Murray and ScarJo. I thought of that tweet during the movie, and I was like, do I fire it off now? Nah, keep the phone in the pocket. Side note, AMC is going to start allowing people to text in the theater. 
fuck, fuck that. that because I text in the theater, but I like to do it as the <laughs> only person who's texting in the theater. Exactly. Like I like to I like to ruin other people's time. Right. Like, I don't like to when my time is ruined. Right. Exactly. Like texting in the theater can happen on my terms. <laughs> AMC. I don't know who the fuck you are or you think you are. That's not happening. Also, just like the idea that nobody can go two hours of their life without fucking texting. Yeah, as an adult, I've found that it's therapeutic to go to the movies. It is great and, to and not shut it off. Yeah, um, yeah, like fuck. I that, that's that's not good. They can't do that. They will, but they can't. Um, so. Also, just like the fact that if you want to go to the movies, now there's going to be like a smoking section and a non-smoking section. Like if you want to go to the movies, you have to make sure you avoid the text, the text allowable theaters. Like, no, it shouldn't be that complicated. I'm just going to go to the movies with like an iPad and and like smoke weed and I I, I don't smoke weed or ever bring an iPad anywhere. But uh, side note, I once saw a person with an iPad at a concert. And fuck that person. I successfully didn't murder them. I don't know how that happened, <laughs> but they were. You. you know how people hold up their phones and they're shooting video. This girl was holding up an iPad. Anybody who holds video. up an iPad for the camera or like video camera, even at sporting events, I'm right. like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I think I, 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 like I said, I didn't kill this person, but I, I, I'm pretty sure I asked them to rest in peace. I was. It's polite. It was hor- yes, politely requested. Politely die, please. <laughs> right. Can you just, whenever you get a second, pass away and before <laughs> the end of the concert. Um, so anyway, uh, ScarJo, for as little as she was in it. She, like, she wasn't. Awesome, though. <laughs> the What they did with the fire uh, when she was telling the story of, oh, yeah. of Man, that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, that was cool. Obviously, fire is a big part of the, that story. And what they did with the fire in most of the, the fire scenes was was pretty good. Um, I did find it funny that like ScarJo, the last time she was in something in which she was just her voice, it was her, and it was supposed to be like really really sexy, right? And yeah. this, she voiced the most phallic thing <laughs> she could possibly voice. So it's just like a big penis with Scarlett Johansson. She does voice. have a sexy voice. She, do, I will give that to her. I, I, I don't. I'm not the biggest ScarJo fan, but like, she. Her voice, her voice does it for me. I don't put her at the top of any sorts of lists, but I mean, she is flawless. I just think that she's crazy. Really? Which, yeah, like I, she's got to be. Isn't she? Doesn't she uh, have some sort of like musical project with Esty Heim? I have no idea. I think I, she I, might. I started thinking that she was crazy when she was mar- married to Ryan Reynolds for like five minutes. And then he Why? was like, and then you, he, you would have married him for longer or shorter, or like, like something's got to give there. Like if if they're married for that short of time, one of them's got to have problems. Well, and I like the, Ryan Reynolds too much to be like, it's it's him. So I was just pointed fingers at her. But it could be Ryan Reynolds. He's been married like three times. Right. And he's thirty years old. Yeah, I think he's only thirty. So I don't know. He's somewhere. He's. I mean, he's not that much older than thirty. If he's older than he's 30. one of those guys who, if you were to tell me he's fifty, I'd be like, definitely, totally, sure. Um, I think that I might. He's thirty nine. I think that I might hold ScarJo in higher regard than you are. I think that she's probably, but he's thirty nine. Great looking, great for thirty nine. Oh sure. <laughs> Sorry, Rye, we left you off the the podcast again. A part two is going to come at some point on the the hot guys thing, but I think actually, he it probably was, I think won't he was mentioned in the first one. I said he wasn't like I thought that he was like definitely good looking, but I didn't see like the. The A-list appeal of Ryan Reynolds. I'd like to take that statement back. Interesting. Big fan. Uh, by the way, 
whenever someone asks what uh, episode of brunch they should listen to when they're getting into it, I always tell them that one, which I don't know if that should actually be. I, I was thinking of like what our best episodes are. I think that um, I'm starting to listen to Kirk Minahan's podcast, Enough About Me, and uh, I'm just late to the party. But like they're all really good so far. If he did the Darren Rovell podcast that we did, it would be considered like the greatest podcast ever. I think Probably. that I think he, that, sh- he stirs the shit, right? But no, but I'm saying if he executed it exactly as we did, it would have people would be like, "This is the best thing in the world." I just think that enough people haven't heard our Darren Rovell podcast. I'm not trying to pump my own tires. It was up. very good. That, that was an awesome, awesome conversation. So shouts to us, <laughs> shouts to Debugs. Um, I, I love Darren. So anyway, what uh, other parts of uh, of the Jungle Book did you hate? Uh, so so there's a big one for me. I hope it's the same one as me. King Louie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> King Louie. Uh, and you, okay, you knew so it wasn't going to be as good as Louis Prima. Like, Louis Prima in the in the cartoon one, that is like the fucking height of everything. That's the height of music. That's the height of cinema. That's the height of my childhood. That's everything. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing for me about that scene is that uh, the, the, the cartoon was like very musical, Yes. Right. Yeah. So that and was so, obviously a drawback on this one. So yeah, th- this one uh, has a lot of the musical elements removed from it. It's yes. just like a motion picture. Yeah. Without the musical, um, but like the only musical scene prior to that was the Bare Necessities yes. with Baloo, um, which was cute. Which was, I thought that was done well. It was. It was. It was a nice like. It, it was like Homage, a reference yeah. to the first movie without like fully getting to getting into like right. here's the song and dance for and bare necessities. And it didn't seem too forced, which no. I was, like when they started to play the music, I was like, oh, this is gonna feel like it's out of nowhere because they haven't done any music to this point. But it was like cute. It was, it was kind executed of showing how they were well. Bonding. Yeah, but for, like oh. with that being the, the the only prior musical reference in the movie and then you get into like a full-blown like not here good. is this musical number which comes from the most menacing character second most menacing character of the movie so far right like uh, so the scene basically is the monkeys take Mowgli to King Louie and Mowgli is in front of King Louie King Louie, who is voiced by Christopher Walken, who, by the way, it did bre- a great it, job. No, I was going to say it breaks my heart that I don't think it worked out. With, I think with that it. I think it did pretty good. So you think it was just the song that that made? Yeah, it, okay. I had, that was the only problem I had with that that scene. So he's put in front of uh, King Louie, who is approximately two thousand feet tall <laughs> and three million pounds. And King Louie, the first thing he does, of course. Um, is has him has Mowgli eat a papaya in front of him. <laughs> so that's that's how we're starting off with King Louis. Uh, King Louis this whole time, by the way, is not moving. No, <laughs> he is. He's basically fat bastard. I was actually thinking during it, like Mike Myers would have been a better choice for this. But so <laughs> he's just sitting there, not moving, and he's like, "You gonna give me fire, and you, baby?" And, you, <laughs> and Mowgli's <laughs> like, "Bro, I don't know what that is." <laughs> and he's like, "Come on." It's that that red flower. <laughs> Give me a flower. Give me that flower, girl. And Mowgli's like, man, Who are I you? Would, right? Like <laughs> we have not been introduced so far. All I've done is eat fruit in front of you. And he's like, oh yeah, 
a one, two, three, four, and like starts and just sings yes, a song to just him. Like about, a, sing, a song out of nowhere. Yeah, in which he only mentions fire once. <laughs> he's he's saying red flower a lot more than he's saying fire. Mowgli is not sure what he's saying, and then they all run away, which I would run away yeah, from I that. Yeah, I mean, very believable. <laughs> very creepy. If some really, really... So this is... This is where I guess fat humor can be funny. If some unbelievably fat, enormous thing presented itself in front of you and said, eat a papaya, and you were like, okay. It was like, make me fire. You'd be like, I can't do this. And he's supposed to be like the king of the jungle. Like that's They call him King Louie. Like he's yeah. supposed to rule over everything. Yeah. And here's this million-pound beast <laughs> who clearly hasn't moved in, like, decades. Right, yeah. When he gets off his ass, there's literally, like, fur stuck to the, the cement that he was sitting yes. on because he's been sitting there for so long. Yes. So he's like, we'll rule together. And the kid is just like, no, we fucking won't. <laughs> You're a mess. <laughs> yeah. And this was, this was the first time that Mowgli kind of uh, understood that he was better than the joke books oh, he, he was around like he seems to just believe like whatever yeah, any animal tells him everybody. throughout yeah, yeah throughout the entire movie and then here's this this fucking king louis who's like believe me and he's like no right, you're like, weird this is weird i can't do this i want to go back to that tiger who's trying to kill me yeah um like king louis is basically the pedophile in like the white van who's like come bring me candy well you know what there were actually some parallels that i saw between that and mad max fury road the intro scene is obviously similar because he's running for his life which proves that spoiler alert he's not actually running for his life uh but this guy king louis is pretty much what's his name i know it's not injun joe that's uh that's huck and finn but uh i know who you're talking about but i don't know his name it, uh J- oh, shit it's uh oh uh shit ah fuck toe cutter uh it's like oh immortan joe is that what it is immortan joe is that it I'm so anyway it up right now. he's like that he's just this guy who's just fucking sitting there with a weird ass face and he, immortan joe immortan joe so he I, I love Christopher Walken, but he was not. It, it was just because he wasn't Louis Prima. Like Louis Prima was hopping around and beep bopping, <laughs> and uh, and then Baloo comes in. He does the Zapparoni thing. There, like, but I, I would have been. I would have been fine if they made that difference because, like, it's not the musical version of. So here's the thing of if the they, Jungle Book. If they didn't have the, if they didn't have, they just uh, got rid I of the song. Like you, we, I feel like right now we'd be saying it's not the same movie without without I want to be like you. Really? I think I think I would have been bummed. It's I'll admit I'm I'm shitting on them for including the song, but if it weren't there, I would have been pretty upset because that is a great song. That whole soundtrack. I was thinking as I was watching that, I was like, is the cart is the Jungle Book the best Disney cartoon? Is so that, we like, had this discussion like prior to going to see the movie on Twitter. Did, was um, I not, not us oh, two, okay. but like me, Ryan Lambert, Asmeen, and, okay. and uh, uh, I think I don't know who else jumped in, but uh, no, it's not. It I Lion still think King? the Lion King. Yeah, is so Lion King's the the leader in the clubhouse. But uh, as I was seeing what was missing from this and what's presented in the first one, I was like, you know what? I think the first one is like I've slept on what a great great movie that is. But that's the thing. It's like the first one is so great that it's fine to deviate from it. Totally. And they and they did. I thought they did enough 
yes. to deviate from it this one where it's like all right they're not just literally trying to recre- recreate the cartoon in live action form which right. is awesome yeah but uh, like the fact that they i feel like they did try to force in that the song like if they did it with like the way that they did the bare necessities it would have been it would have been like okay but i don't know how they would have done that yeah, because they kind of snuck the bare necessities. They used the bare necessities basically as, as like, like a montage like for around. them, like becoming pals. Yeah, yeah. similar to they use it like the way uh, Hakuna Matata is used in yeah, um, exactly Lion King in Lion King. So I thought that that I agree with you. Bare necessities was used expertly. I want to be like you was heartbreaking because but- I mean, imagine it's just. Uh, Christopher Walken talking over the music of I Want to yeah. Be Like You. He's like, now don't try to kid me, man cub. And <laughs> I was like, no. Um, and now that we're talking about like the other movies, this movie has gotten like rave reviews from... Has it? That From what I've seen, it's been very highly reviewed. D- deservedly so. Yeah, and so... I think this is going to like set the ball rolling. A lot of the older movies, the older cartoon movies are going to be remade now. I oh, dude, I was hyped. Did you I I don't know if I did or not. I was like I I I was thinking of throwing my hands up and like hooting and hollering during the previews when Pete's Dragon, they showed a preview for So Pete's I thought Dragon. I thought Pete's Dragon was uh was going to be Tarzan when it was first happening. I didn't know what it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. Um but I was psyched. I was going to like turn around and be like, "Pete, See this shit? They're making Pete's Dragon. I was going to text you, actually. I was going to text you and be like, ah, they stole the name of that movie from the biopic about my penis. And uh, <laughs> Well, I was actually going to say maybe we could name this podcast Pete's, Pete's Dragon. Dragon, like D-R-A-G-G-I-N, like Pete's Slow. Pete's Dragon is nuts. <laughs> Dragon D's nuts. <laughs> That is actually that's one of the better D's nuts jokes. Dragon D's nuts. Like, what do you think about dragon? <laughs> Me dragging D's nuts across your face. Like, imagine dragon. You like imagine dragons? Imagine dragon D's nuts. Is that a th- oh, that's yeah. so good. I um. So I'm in a uh, a group text with um, a few baseball writers, and two of them were at Olympic Stadium for the Red Sox playing the Blue Jays in um, Montreal. In Montreal, and. Uh, it was Tim Britton. Uh, he sent a picture of Olympic Stadium, and I responded, uh, obviously, I know what fucking Olympic Stadium is. Uh, I grew up like a baseball loser, which I'm so glad I'm not anymore. But anyway, <laughs> um, he sends a picture of Olympic Stadium, and so I tried to do the long con, and I was like, oh, that's which ballpark is that? And he was like, Olympic Stadium. And I was like, that's sick is that that's in canada right and he was like yeah it's in montreal and i was like wow did they this sounds like a stupid question but was that just for the olympics or was there a baseball team that played there and he was he didn't respond and i was like fuck he's not taking it and i was like no didn't montreal have a baseball team that became the nationals and he said expos and i said yeah about to expose these nuts, and it was awesome. And nice. N- neither him nor the other three people in the text responded. <laughs> it was a typical fucking baseball nerds. I know, right? I was also in a hurry too when that was going on. I was in the parking lot of Whole Foods. I needed to get somewhere, and I was like, I did not have time to be sitting in the parking lot doing like a six-minute long <laughs> play with text messages. But I still felt pretty good about it. <laughs> I don't know if I've actually spoken Congrats. to any of those people since. <laughs> you just lost three friends. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Worth it. 
I love these nuts jokes. They're so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm I'm a little uh, I'm a little worried. Like the Lion King is going to be next. Being, yeah, uh, I'd be afraid to fuck with that. Um, yeah. Would they have Elton redo the soundtrack? Uh, they better. I feel like they'd have like Adam Lambert redo the Elton oh, soundtrack. Oh fuck. Uh, so far, the Adam Lambert redux things haven't been good. <laughs> no. Like Adam Lambert being in Queen, Queen. Nope. I thought would nope. be awesome. No, nope. and Adam nope. Lambert sounds like he's never listened to Queen before. Which, <sighs> which Queen's great, by the way. I we'll do a Queen podcast. <laughs> That's a really weird place to end. <laughs> uh, how long did uh, how, how long did that go? Forty-seven minutes. So like pretty good. Yeah. Do we, do we want to have like a more solid ending? I love bad. I don't know. I like bad endings. Uh, are we still rolling? Yeah, we're still rolling, but I don't know. What else could we say? Like, do we have anything more to say? All right. So when I said we'll do a Queen pod, a lot of times when we feel we've uh, like dropped the mic, the other one will back away from their mic and do like a, a cut type gesture to the other person, and usually. We both we're both laughing like that was a perfect place to end. So I called for it after we'll do a Queen podcast, and as you've heard since, Pete uh, disagrees. <laughs> I I mean I don't know where else we can go. I think I've said a lot of what I've needed to say. Yeah. Uh, about like the Jungle Book, thought it was great. Go see it. Yeah. But I, I don't know if that's the place. To end. What if we did? I was thinking. What if we like got real hyped for um, Pete's Dragon and did like. A month-long preview series uh, on Pete's Dragon. No, I don't even know what Pete's Dragon is. Did you see Pete's Dragon? I don't think so. Maybe. Oh, I don't know if that's an age thing or what, but everyone knows Pete's. Dragon. I don't remember Pete's Dragon, so if if I did see it, didn't have much of an effect on me. It's about a kid who has a, a dragon huge penis, and <laughs> <laughs> it's about a kid. Who has a dragon, and that's really all I remember about it. Um, so the only dragon that I remember from my childhood is Puff the Magic Dragon, and I was terrified of Puff the yeah, Magic Dragon. Yeah, that was no good. Um, but Bryce Dallas is that her name? Bryce, Bryce Dallas, Dallas Howard. Howard. Yeah. Uh, when I first saw her in uh, Jurassic Park, in Jurassic, Jurassic Park, World, Jurassic World, I was like, yeah, fine, whatever. The more I see Bryce Dallas Howard, I'm like, hot Wood Smarsh, hot. Yes, yeah, big fan of Bryce Dallas Howard. We'll do a Bryce Dallas Howard podcast. 